Hello and welcome back everybody to another episode of the Under the Lights Sports Podcast. I'm your host Michael Amadeo and today Christian Lysak and I will be talking about football. I mean what else would we talk about here? We talk about football all the time. It's the middle of the NFL season, college football is in full swing. So we're hitting the ground running on this and sorry if things sound funny, if they're super loud, if they're scratchy, if you hear things in the background. Currently I am not at the setup that I normally use for this and I don't know why my sound is being weird but besides all that Christian how are you doing today I'm doing pretty great um, I'm ready <laughs> long week ready ready to talk some sports right and it's been it's been a little while since we've uh, we've done a pod together you know school gets in the way real life gets in the way and uh, but it, you know. it, it doesn't matter you know we're back in we're ready to, to get to it for, what is this, week six of the NFL season is uh, coming up this weekend. This yeah, is being recorded so. on October 11th. Um, so the Patriots and the Giants just played last night to kick us off. And just, you know, just get them out of the way early. Let's talk about the patch real quick. Okay, 6-0. and And holy crap. Um, surprise of the season, and we'll get into some more surprises later. Um, but... I, I, a Patriots fan, never saw this defense being the way it is. Like, I thought they'd be really good. You know, it was one of the, uh, there's a lot of good athletes. There's a lot of smart ball players. But I never thought that they would be elite. The Patriots have never had an elite defense like this. I mean, it's crazy. Am I, am I wrong to think that this could be, I mean, it, it is a top defense this year, but it could be a top defense all time. If they keep it up like this, is that crazy to think? Yeah, I mean, all the time you said you got to dive into statistics and competition and everything like that. But it is certainly one of the better defenses in the NFL right now. I mean, you got a bunch of really strong players. Uh, Stefan Gilmore is, I think, it's becoming the, like, the consensus best corner in the NFL besides like Jalen Ramsey, depending on who you talk to. Um, he's had two picks this season. He's been lights out. Um, and then you just got a really strong, you know, core group of players like Dante Hightower. Jimmy Collins is back and playing really well. Kyle Van always really good. Um, yeah, and those those, rookie, those three right there. Uh, sorry to interrupt you, but those three right there, those yeah. linebackers. I mean, that's a that's a beast of a linebacking core. That might be the best linebacking core in the NFL. Because Jamie Collins is a freak of nature athlete. Dante Hightower is the most important player on the team, probably, um, even above Tom Brady. And then Kyle Van Noy filled in for Dante Hightower two years ago when Hightower was out. And, like, he's got, like, two or three interceptions on the year already. I mean, this linebacking core is insane for the Pats. Yeah. You got to love to see it. Mm-hmm. They got the rookie Chase Winovich who already has four sacks. Uh, and a year. touchdown last night on a block punt. Yep. Yep. So, you know, he's been really showing out early on in his career. Uh, you got Jason McCourty, been playing pretty good. Um, so, yeah, and, well, really, both McCourty brothers have been playing pretty outstanding. So, you know, Patriots, no chinks in the armor, really, at this point. They're just steamrolling over people. Yeah. And, I mean,. Defensively, there's not really any gaps um, on the team. They're deep at every position. The last night was the first game a McCourty twin didn't have an interception, but it's fine because we had three more um, from other people. Plus, like a fumble recovery and a punt block or a punt block, yeah, punt block uh, touchdown. So I mean, this Pats team just has everything you could want defensively. Now, offensively, they leave some uh, some things to be desired. They're not fan freaking tastic or anything um, offensively, uh, especially after. Well, they have a lot of people in, injured, but like the, since losing Antonio Brown, not that he made a massive impact, um, but he would have taken double teams from guys that like Gronk used to get. So not having Gronk or Antonio Brown or like that clear, this guy's going to get the ball in this situation. Um, and we need to double them. That kind of hurts the offense a little bit. Plus, you know, Tom Brady looks 42. I mean, he has been sacked on so many plays where I'm just like, just move. Just, all you have to do is move three feet to the left, and you're not going to get hit. 
but he's just getting hit because he just can't. I don't know. He can't move or something. Like it's just, it's weird watching him play. He doesn't look like Tom Brady yet. You know. Yeah, I mean, we're still in like that dink and dump mode. Uh, I think pretty much at the point where like Bill Belichick just says like screw the regular season, we're gonna steamroll anyone here anyway. So uh, we don't really need, I guess, elite Tom Brady yet. So I feel like that'll be coming. Yeah, come playoff time. And I mean, um, they have a bye week, I believe, this upcoming week. So they'll be. I mean, if they have injuries like Josh Gordon's injured. Edelman's not 100%. Rex Burkhead's not 100%. And Rex Burkhead's probably our best running back, which is kind of crazy to think because we have James White and Sonny Michelle who, I don't know. So they just don't like Sonny Michelle in New England. I don't know. It's fine. Um, but, you know, we, we are injured in some positions. But, I mean, like I said a minute ago, we're so deep at every position, it doesn't really matter that much. And it's not like we've played elite competition either. We played... The Steelers were probably the best team we played because they had a healthy team at that point. We killed them, thirty-three to three. Then uh, we played the Dolphins, who, you know, this was pre Minka Fitzpatrick trade, so they had him, but like that was it. They only had him. They didn't have an offense. We won forty-three nothing. Then the Jets game with Luke Falk, thirty to fourteen. Then the Bills game. The Bills is actually probably the best team we've played. That's a, that Bills team is legit, and they're going to be on my surprise list um, later. But that that team is actually really good, and I think they're going to make the playoffs. Um, and we pulled one out there thanks to our defense. And then we played the Skins and the Giants. And then next we play the Jets again at home. <laughs> and then Browns Yikes. and then Ravens. And Raven, the Ravens will probably be our first real test, but even they don't look amazing at the moment. And then Eagles, Cowboys, Texans, the Chiefs game in, like, week, what is that, like, What's that's that? a pretty that's a pretty solid like stretch of six games right there with Browns, Ravens, Eagles, Cowboys, Texans, and Chiefs. Yeah, but I mean they could but, they could they could legitimately get to that Chiefs game and maybe only have one loss. And yeah, and even that I mean that like this is being set up like a two thousand seven. We're running the table all over again, and like. If you're Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, you look each other in the eye and say, look, man, we got one more elite show on us. Let's just go for it. Let's go for the undefeated season. We actually have a defense this year that can hold these teams. Why not? Why not just go for it, you know? I mean, is undefeated. Do you think an undefeated Patriots team is feasible this year based on the remaining schedule? I mean, I guess anything's feasible with... Belichick and Brady, but at the same time, um, I just think that they'll probably end up dropping one of the ones between Cowboys, Chiefs, and the Eagles. Um, they've had the Texans number for years, and I don't know what's going on with the Browns right now, and I'm sure Belichick will probably figure out something with the Ravens, but I think you look at the Cowboys, Eagles, and Chiefs, three pretty explosive offenses uh, with solid defensive units. You know, maybe not as much with the Chiefs, but their offense is so good that it won't even matter. So I feel like they'll probably drop one of those games at least. Right. And, I mean, the, the thing with their schedule is, so the next, I mean, the Browns, you never know. The Browns could go off for 40. They could get nothing. Their coaching staff just kind of sucks, which – is irritating and and like people are like criticizing Baker Mayfield and we, I'll cover this in a little bit too because this is a player I'm worried about but like Baker just doesn't have any protection I'm not too worried about the Browns the Ravens I don't know what they are like some weeks they look unstoppable and some weeks it's like you can run all over them and their defense can't do anything um the Cowboys and the Eagles if the Eagles are playing well they're like a top five team in the NFL um, simply because Carson Wentz is just a freaking beast. And, you know, leading up to that game, all you're going to see is the Philly special all over everything and talk about how Carson Wentz never had his chance in the Super Bowl to beat the Patriots, but now it's his turn. And, like, I'm, I think that game is in Foxborough, right? Yeah, No, it's in Philly, a lie. So, oh, there you go. So, I mean, that's going to be a tough one. The Cowboys, I don't know how I feel about the Cowboys. I'm not sure they're good. 
Um, I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just not sure they're like elite. Um, like I was thinking through the first three weeks, and then I think the Chiefs game is the other one. Like you said, just because you have to put up 30 points a game to beat Patrick Mahomes, or so we thought, because I mean the the Colts beat him with like 19 or something. Um, yeah, what a weird game that was. Yeah, that was so. Let's let's jump over to the Chiefs. Don't worry, everybody. We're done with the Patriots talk. We don't have to keep talking about them because I know America hates them. Um, so the Chiefs and the Chiefs are undefeated going into this past week when they played the Colts. Now you and I both picked the Colts to come in last in their division. The Colts could make the playoffs and look good. They look legit. Um, what are your thoughts on this Colts Chiefs game from this last week? Uh. Super weird. The Colts just had the Chiefs number and really held them. I'm trying to pull up the stats of the game, but um, yeah, just such a such a like strange game of football to see Pat Mahomes and them, um, you know, reduced to held only 13 points. But I think one of the things that really stood out was how dominant the Colts offensive line was uh, for Marlon Mack. I mean, did you? There was that run going all over Twitter where he makes like four jump cuts. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so that one was, you know, just crazy. Uh, but the Chiefs, the Colts offensive line is like one of the best, probably one of the best in the league, mostly because of, um, you know, it's got good players like uh, Braden Smith and Ryan Kelly and stuff like that. But Quinn Nelson's probably the best guard in the league or maybe even, like, the best offensive lineman in the league right now. Uh, he's really the linchpin for that entire unit. Um, so, yeah, I've just been super impressed with how um, they've been able to compete um, throughout this whole thing. Plus, you know, strong defense, uh, looking at one that sacked uh, Mahomes four times with Justin Houston, nice revenge game. Um Kenny Moore, Quincy Wilson, I don't know, sorry, Grover Stewart had a sack, Kamoko Ture and Jabal Sheard had, each had a half sack. So, like, even though the offense with, you know, Brissett, you know, is not elite, you still got a great running game with guys like Marlon Mack and Jordan Wilkins, uh, Naheem Hines. Still got good receiving weapons. Uh, you know, Jack Doyle and T.Y. Hilton. And then that defense just goes out and competes every week, so... Yeah, despite the fact that they were missing like both starting linebackers and I think both starting safeties too, yeah. they still found a way to win. Yeah, so, I was about to say that all. that defense was beat up, and they, I mean, they're missing the reigning defensive rookie of the year, and I mean two like really good safeties, um, or at least one in Malik Hooker, and like if you look at the numbers, Jacoby Brissett only threw for like 150 yards, and one. Mm-hmm. Marlon Mack ran for like 130. I mean that's I mean that's what is that? That's two hundred and seventy yards of offense right there. Patrick Mahomes threw for three hundred and twenty, like by himself. Like Patrick Mahomes outgained the entire Colts offense. But the Chiefs defense, man, is just not good. It's not I mean Frank Clark is Frank Clark and Tyron Matthew. Frank uh, Clark has done like nothing. Yeah, this season. But he's he, he's their their they they that was their big trade. They got rid of D Ford, who actually was making moves last year, for this guy Frank Clark, who, you know, was like the premier pass rusher for um, Seattle, Seattle, and now he's not. I mean, he's not doing anything. <laughs> yep, I'm looking up Frank Clark's. Yeah, so Frank Clark has. Through five games, 11 total tackles, six solo tackles, uh, one sack, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, if you're an NFL team, you can just avoid him. You can literally just avoid him because he's the only guy on that team to be scared of. Um, Besides Chris, Chris Jones. Okay, but he he's not every down player, is he? No, Chris Jones is. Okay. I mean, I mean, that's I mean, two guys though. From the interior. Yeah, that's two guys on the line when it's just not going to do much. And the big thing, another thing with the Chiefs is their offense is elite. We know their offense is special. Their their air raid game is absolutely insane. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. 
But they can't run the football. And if they can't run the football, they're not going to win games because they're not going to have any time of possession. They're not going to like wear down the defense because like the team, the teams like to rush the passer. They don't want to have to like fill in gaps and everything. Um, it's just I don't know. I, I think it's interesting that this this elite offense, this team that's supposed to, that is like revolutionizing the game of football, can't run the football, and then on defense can't get a stop when they really need one. Um, it's it's just kind of mind blowing to me that yeah that this game happened the way it did because I watched most of this game and um I I was like oh the Chiefs are gonna kill them I just thought the Chiefs were gonna murder them but it just didn't it, they couldn't they would move the ball but they just couldn't do anything with it it was it was a strange set of circumstances that I haven't seen from the Chiefs yeah and I think their passing attack is good enough to where they'll be fine. From here on out, I don't think it's time to like hit a panic button or anything, but like, especially with the defense, that is kind of worrisome. But at this point, like, what can you do? Yeah, you, know, you already traded for Chris Jones or for Frank Clark. Yeah, um, and I mean that's how know. it was last year too. It wasn't good last year either. Yeah. So, but last yeah, year they could good. run the ball though. <laughs> that was the the, the thing. Um, you know, we thought sure. they were gonna you were gonna have to put up twenty five to thirty points a game to beat them. And they didn't even get to two touchdowns this game. Um, I will say the receiving core is like they played with a bunch of no names because um, Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins were both out, so they played with this guy Pringle, uh, Byron Pringle, baby, <laughs> who left the Kansas team. Kansas State. He was uh, he's like a big fantasy guy this week apparently. Uh, McCole yeah. Hartman, uh, Robinson, who's become like one of Mahomes' favorite targets. Um, LaShawn McCoy, who didn't run the ball at all. He just caught passes. And then, like, Travis Kelsey is obviously, like, their big go-to guy. But, I mean, he dropped all, the ball. He didn't look Chiefs good. Wide, all the Chiefs wide receivers are, like, the same dude. Yeah. They're all just, like, 4-3 guys who can mostly catch. That's, right. But which, they're just, like, all blazing fast. Which is crazy though that single slow person on this roster. <laughs> it's crazy though because Tyree Kill is still. I mean, he's he's you know he fits into that mold and he's smaller than a lot of these guys, but he's such a bigger threat than them. It's yeah. It's just crazy to me that he's that important to this offense. I mean, they're gonna be fine no matter what, and they don't. I mean, who do they? Who do they play? They can't play anybody crazy this upcoming. I think they play the Niners. Oh, that'll be a good game. No, no, no Chiefs. No, They're no. Texans. They play the Texans. Texans. Texans, Broncos, Packers, Vikings, Titans, Chargers, Raiders, Pats, Broncos. Dude, they, they have a, a crazy schedule. Holy crap. <laughs> Texans, Broncos, Packers, Vikings, Titans is the next couple. And, like... That's tough. That's not hard. Or not easy. <laughs> um... I think the Texans game is going to be fun. Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes, it's going to be a freaking shootout. That's going to be so much fun. Um, Broncos, they dude, the Broncos are just bad. I, <laughs> some people were like, oh, the Broncos are good through like two or three weeks, and they were like, the Broncos can make some moves. I was like, no, they're not. Portland Sutton, though. Okay, they have him. I, they're trying to trade Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, you might as well. He's a, you know what he's a, uh, you know what he, he's a perfect fit for, New England Patriots. <laughs> then again, uh-huh. just about everybody is. is. <laughs> yeah, just about everybody. Is. <laughs> um, the Packers, who, oh my gosh, the Packers, are so good. I did not think they were going to be good. I was hating on Aaron Rodgers. I did not think Aaron Rodgers was going to do anything special. I didn't think he was. He, he didn't look like Aaron Rodgers anymore. But that team looks good. Um, I, yeah, I think I, I really underestimated how good their defense would be. Yeah, I, yeah, I did not see that defense being good at all. Because, I mean, they were atrocious the year before. And they lost they lost uh, their their defensive tackle, I forget his name. And, oh, Mike Daniels. And they're, like, starting safety in uh, Hyde, Micah Hyde. And it was like, yeah. what? Like, how are they getting better? Well, and they got rid of Clay Matthews, so <laughs> yeah, that helps. Well, I mean, it been showing out. Like, Preston Smith and Zadarius Smith were the two free agent acquisitions they brought in this offseason. Um, 
Preston Smith has five and a half sacks. Darius Smith has five through five games. So I'd say that's doing pretty good. Jair Alexander has been playing like a top five or so corner in the league. Yeah. Um, Kevin King's also low-key been really good, um, I think. And Darnell Savage, the rookie, has been awesome. And Adrian Amos. Like that whole like secondary of King, Savage, Alexander, and Amos has been awesome. Oh, yeah. They have, have, let's see, the unit, the Packers as a whole have seven picks. And five of them are from Savage, Alexander, Amos, and King. Dang. So they're, <laughs> and, they're pretty. And that pick from, the pick from Amos, the like most important pick of the season probably, was in that first game against the Bears um, where he caught it in the back of the end zone. Yeah. Uh, to, to seal that game. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that honestly, that was a tone setter for them for the season, I think. And then their only loss this year is to your Eagles. And this is why I have a lot of hope for the Eagles is because of that Packers win. Because mm-hmm. y'all looked like. I mean, y'all, y'all looked like actual threats um, in that game. But then the Packers played the Cowboys last week. And, like, I mean, that was, that was a pretty good game um, from the parts that I saw. I didn't watch the whole thing. But I remember seeing a, a clip on Twitter of Jair, Jair Alexander getting beat by Amari Cooper. It was, like, talking bad about Jair Alexander. But he didn't get beat. Like, he was right there. It was just, like, a great throw and catch, like. I mean, like you said, he's playing like a top five corner in the league right now. Um, I don't know. The Packers are a very interesting team in a very interesting division because there's not. I mean, the the worst team in that division is the Vikings, and they're three and two. And yeah, like they could go out and beat anybody theoretically. I mean, they have the talent and the the names to go beat mm-hmm. anyone. Um, the Bears are probably the most disappointing team in this division. It's got to be between either them and the Vikings, I think. Like the Vikings are three and two, but man, their passing offense is horrible. Yeah, well, like the I mean the the Bears don't have an offense. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean I guess even even with the passing offense being bad, at least you can say Dalvin Cook's second in the league in rushing. But yeah, well, and yeah, like the Bears, man. The, oh my word, the Bears don't have a quarterback. <laughs> Like, if you put Kirk Cousins on the Bears, I'm not saying Kirk Cousins is great by any means. I like him um, as a person, but, you know, I, I don't know. The more football I watch of him, the more I'm unsure of him. But if you put him on the Bears, the Bears team is winning football games, right? Like, they're 4-1, and 5-0. and um, I, would, I would think, hypothetically. Although, Kirk Cousins is on a good, you know... Minnesota team with a great defense and elite running game, and they're not winning games there. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand how that passing game isn't working because Thielen is a t- like. I mean, he's last year he made himself into a top five receiver. Stephon Diggs really hasn't been involved much and is like being called out for or like people are saying that they that he wants to get traded or that he's going to get traded or whatever. Like those are two great receivers. I don't I don't understand how the Vikings aren't good, like as good yes. as they should be. It's a complete mystery to me as to why. I mean, it's really just comes down to Cousins. Um, yeah, I mean, he has know, made some pretty atrocious throws. Like, yeah, there have been some bad ones. The Bear, the Vikings Bears game was like unwatchable <laughs> in terms of offense. Oh my word, it was horrible. It was sixteen to six was the final score. Oh, that one was bad. Trubisky was out. Chase Daniels came in and he did an all right game, but. Oh man! I mean, talk about it. This is just the most dinky, dunky offense as possible. Let's let's be honest. If we're putting the Bears on, we're sitting out there to watch number fifty-two, the yeah. the greatest defensive player of our generation. Not maybe not because Aaron Donald's in our generation too, but Khalil Mack. Holy crap, dude! This guy is insane. Like, what are yeah, his great. what are his numbers for this year? Because they are. I mean, he is legit. He, he, I mean, we we know he's legit, but like he is. I mean, the stat keeps coming up every once in a while that he has like outproduced the entire Raiders defense since he's been traded. Um, yeah. So he, he has see, four and a half sacks on the season. Sacks right now, he has four and a half sacks, thirteen tackles, and 
four forced fumbles. Oh, my word. <laughs> like, what? And you know he's getting double and triple teamed every time. There was one game. Oh, shoot. What was it? It was the... Um, was it the the Redskins game, maybe? Or Vikings. It was Redskins or Vikings, I think. And um, he, he got, like... Four like four of the offensive linemen were hit, hit him on a play, and he still got to the quarterback. And it was like, who is this guy? What? Like, like this is like. I mean, I never, I never saw him, but I mean, it's like, um, freaking Taylor Lawrence esque. You know, like, it's insane. He's an insane player. He's so much fun to watch. Um, yeah, that whole division is pretty fun though. The the giant the not the Giants the freaking um the Lions the Lions have so many surprise wins like I thought the Lions were gonna be absolutely cheeks. I mean I don't know if they're fantastic but I mean they're winning games that no but they're you know they're absolutely cheeks I mean like not winning yeah period so I mean they're in they're in every game they've played in so far yeah no they've been playing really tough um they. Their secondary has been like really good with Darius Slay and then Justin Coleman, the guy who came over from um, the Seahawks to play nickel, has been awesome. Um, so yeah, they're they're two one and one, but man, they got, and they got a big Monday night game coming up against uh, Packers, the old Packers. So that'll be that'll prove a lot um, for the Lions because I mean. Look at the the Lions gave away that Cardinals game. I don't know how the heck they tied that thing. They were winning. They they shouldn't have tied or lost that game. Um, then they go and they beat the Chargers. Who we don't I, are, are the Chargers good? No clue. We'll get to them next because I, I have questions about the Chargers. Hurt. Um, <laughs> um, then they go and they beat Perennially the Eagles. Hurt. The Lions go and beat your Eagles. And um, and the Eagles. I mean, I think the Eagles Black are good. Game. So, you know, that, that game was like painful to watch <laughs> because Eagle man, the Eagles receivers could not catch a cold in the winter. I swear. Was that the game they didn't have Jeffrey? They didn't have Jeffrey or Jackson. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was just Jay Jaw, Mac Collins, um, and you got uh, Nelson Aguilar who played with a concussion, that the, didn't that he? That was the one where. Agholo like literally caught a pass, turned around and fumbled for like no apparent reason. Dude, no one touched him or anything. He just dropped the ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was one game he got hit. I think it was him. He got hit and he was I mean, he should not have played. He should not have kept going, but it's fine. Um but then the, the the Lions were also in that in the Chiefs game and made the Chiefs game really interesting late. Like the Chiefs had to come from behind and win it. So the Lions sleeper team the thing is though the nfc is so good like the nfc is ridiculously good this year yeah Um, if there's one thing to take away which i think has been the takeaway from the past few seasons that the nfc is really good and the afc is terrible (laughs) well the afc is so top heavy it's literally the chiefs and the pats that's it that's what i'm saying yeah and then the rest of the division is like who i don't know like the Bills could honestly be like a top. They could be a three t- a so three seed if they weren't in the Pats division. Yeah, just astonishing how bad the rest of the AFC is. I mean, you gotta think. You think about this. Two years ago, Blake Bortles was in the AFC Championship game. <laughs> like, and now what? Gardner Minshew could be. <laughs> Gardner Minshew. We'll get yeah. there. I love Minshew mania. Uh, it's pretty great. Um, who who did I want? Oh, the, the the Chargers. So the Chargers. We we had so we had such high hopes for them. You picked them to be in the Super Bowl. <laughs> they have a kicker finally. Um, last everything, everything I love betrays me. <laughs> <laughs> this is like your your team away from Philly. Like at the Chargers, at the Vikings, teams I put money on every year. Not literal money, because if I did, I'd be broke. But, uh, <laughs> so sad. Like, so the week one, they beat the Colts in overtime. And we, you know, at that point, we weren't sure the Colts, you and I weren't sure the Colts were good. We weren't sure they were going to win games. Um, and so we were like, oh, you know, whatever. Like, maybe this is this is whatever. Like, it was just the first week kind of thing. 
Then they come out week two, lose to the Lions. Then they lose to the Texans. And then they beat the Dolphins. Which, if you don't beat the Dolphins at this point, um, Redskins, pay attention this week. Um, if you don't beat the Dolphins, then um, <laughs> you deserve the number one pick. Okay. Are the, Red, are the Redskins playing the Dolphins this week? I think that's what it is. And it's oh in, my it's in Miami. What a horrible! <laughs> it's gonna be the lowest rated TV game ever, bro. Owen five versus Owen four, baby, battle for the number one pick. This, this legitimately is for the number one. Week six, uh, who knew game. so much was on the line? This game is going to be atrocious. <laughs> the Redskins should win, theoretically. They have I better would... players. I would rather dump a gallon of bleach and straight into my eyes than watch this game. <laughs> it is going to be so, so bad. But, okay, then the, the Chargers, back to them. The Chargers lose to the Broncos. So they have beaten the Dolphins and the Colts. And week one, the Colts are just figuring things out. I and mean, the Colts are legitimately good. They, they finally got Melvin Gordon back. But, like, they don't need him because Austin Eckler just looks good. I mean, he's he's really good. You called that. You did say Eckler was going to be good. Eckler's um, was, was, has been one of the better backups in the league for a while. So, like, yeah. So, I don't, I don't really, yeah. I don't really – a bunch of people panicked when Gordon left, and I don't really know why. Gordon's great, but, like, in terms of people you could, like, hand the ball off to with your starter out, Eckler's, like, one of, like, three to five best running backs you'd want there. Yeah. Um, let's just, like, why are the Chargers bad? I mean, I think you hit on it a second ago. And just injuries, like, literally not having Derwin James sucks. Because that yeah, guy... not having Derwin James has been huge. He literally, I mean, he, he was all over the field last year. I mean, I think he could win, the, win them some games alone. Like, he's just that good of a player. Like Their offensive line has been terrible, too. Like, uh, and it's not gonna. It doesn't help now because Marquise Pouncey's out, the starting center. Uh, was it Mike or Marquise? I forget which one it is. But one of the Pouncey brothers, the one that's on the Chargers, is now out, and I think it's with the season. So uh, the bad offensive line already is getting worse. And their so. their receivers are hurt too. Uh, Mike Williams and um, shoot, there's another one. I forget. Uh, Keaton Allen's healthy though, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, uh, what is the other guy? Travis Benjamin. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's who it was. Yeah, this. Yeah, this team of wide receivers are not great right now. But I mean, I don't know. They have so many talented players. They, they should not be losing games. Is my. I mean, no matter what, even with those injuries. And the offensive line being cheeks, they just shouldn't be losing games because their defense still has so many big names and Bosa and um, Nazir Adderley is pretty good. I don't know how much he's playing, but I mean, we both like Tampa. Nazir Adderley's good, but he's been hurt. So yeah, um, he hasn't to play that much. I mean, the the Chargers have been riddled with injuries over the last few years, as have your Eagles. Um, both your teams like that <laughs> just riddled with injuries left and right. So it's just hard to. It's, I mean, it's hard to win NFL games when your your top players are hurt. But, you know, hopefully they turn it around. They're playing in a, in a division that, I mean, they honestly should be second in the division. The Raiders are second in this division. I can't. God bless them. <laughs> that won't last. I think the Chargers will end up there. The question is, is the AFC no, bad enough for the Chargers to make a wild card? Yes, 100%. However, you are also asking the most volatile team in the league to make a wild card. (laughs) (laughs) And if any team will injure themselves slash screw themselves out of a wild card, it is our Los Angeles Chargers. Have you seen the clip on Twitter of, it's a Phil Rivers, and he's like, like, man, I don't care if we're winning or losing. I'm talking. I'm just always going to talk. And I was like... Shut up. <laughs> I, I have not, but that's probably the most Philip Rivers quote I've ever heard. <laughs> it's great. Okay, so real quick before we move on to um, like surprises of the season and stuff. Um, who, who are your AFC playoff teams? Because I have the Pats, Bills, Chiefs, an AFC North team, Colts, Texans? 
How many was that? Was that six or five? Teams. Uh, I'm looking up the AFC standings right now to see where where we all stand. I okay, think... so the Patriots. So in terms of division winners, I got the Patriots, the Ravens. Um, I guess the Texans and the Chiefs. And my wild cards, I'm going Bills. I guess the Chargers? I don't know. There's so many teams in here that I like that just have not done anything. Yeah. I think I think the AFC South has the best chance to get a wild card because the Colts and Jags have so much potential. Um, personally, as a fan, I want the Jaguars to get it because I just want to watch Minshew. Dude, Minshew's been good. Yeah. Minshew's been really good. Yeah. I, I am a fan. He's bringing some spunk. But, and Leonard Fournette's actually like doing stuff now. Let's so just let's just talk about him. Let's talk crazy. about the Jags. The, the Gardner Minshew is the he's the best quarterback in the in the freaking universe. Got the mustache going on. He's he's making the plays. Did you see the end of the Broncos game? Like it was like two weeks ago. Oh, man, where he that got play was beautiful. Bro, he got well he got hit and he was limping. And then he like oh, looks what? he like looks off two defenders to the right or something. It comes back to his left, and I was like, "Who is this guy? That's a Great. rookie! Oh my gosh!" I mean, awesome. he's he is so much fun to watch just simply because like you don't know what you're gonna get, and you know he's gonna make a play. And like you said, Leonard Fournette going, I mean, finally being what we thought what we were hoping he was gonna be is just really big. Um, and this week. They play the Saints. I think this game is it. It's in Jacksonville. So actually, a pretty winnable game because you know Teddy Bridgewater Bridge, is Bridgewater ain't Breeze. No, he's not. He's solid, but he ain't Drew Breeze. But the Saint the Saints defense is legit. That is a top two, top three defense in the league. I mean, that thing is. Yeah, they, it's bad for they, sure, but it's pretty good, especially at home. That's oh, it's even deadlier. But Marcus Davenport has been good for them, actually. The guy they picked 14th overall yeah. at UTSA, he's like finally actually doing something. So, hats off, Marcus Davenport. I, I just love the Saints, man. The Saints are so much fun. Alvin Kamara literally is like he's a top five guy in the league. You just have to watch, you know, it's like Khalil Mack, mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey. Alvin Kamara, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Holmes. Like, these are just guys that when they're on, you just got to watch them just to see what they're going to do. True. Um, Trivia question for okay. you. Okay. Who's fifth in the league right now in receiving yards? Fifth in receiving yards? Yeah. Are you going to tell me it's D.D. Westbrook? Negative. What team are they on? Jags? Yeah. Oh, freak. <laughs> I don't know. Seven catches, four hundred and eighty-five yards. DJ Chark. Yards of catch, five touchdowns. That's right, baby. DJ Chark <laughs> out here. Wide receiver two in that class, baby. Showing out. He is, bro. He really is. Like people are really I'm high on DJ so Chark right happy now. That DJ Chark is good. I mean, he was a part of that really oh. good, um, the the really good wide receiving core at LSU. I mean, that I, I remember that team. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, so good. He was I, watching him at LSU reminded me of watching Landry and OBJ. I'm not love, saying he's OBJ. I love DJ Chark and watching him get passes from like, Minshew. Danny, Danny Edling was terrible. Yes. And now I get to watch him from Gardner Minshew, and it's, uh, it's so much watching better. him get passes from the the third string running back for the Atlanta Falcons or whatever team he's on now. Yeah, pretty much. He's he's yeah. a running back now. Terrible. Oh my gosh. Um. So Min- yeah. Minshew Media. Gordon Sun was my wide receiver one, and he's eleventh in the league. And DJ Chark was my wide receiver two, and he's fifth in the league in yards. Well, Sutton also doesn't We're have a quarterback. All right. So we are doing all right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Minshew was. I mean, he's got to be everybody's breakout like surprise of the year. You. You just. You didn't. Obviously, a lot of things had to happen for him to come into the league. Um. And then, you know, like, play, and he's just – he's good. I mean, even if they're losing games, like, he's still good. They lost that Panthers game, but they only lost it by, like, seven. And the Panthers – Panthers, another surprise here, are good without Cam Newton. Um, like Yeah, Kyle, Kyle Holland hasn't been too bad from what I've seen. Well, it's more like they're just like, all right, 
McCaffrey, you're going to get 300 yards a game. Have fun. <laughs> Have Dude, fun trying to stop him. <laughs> McCaffrey has been falling out. He's, yeah, leading the league in rushes right now. Uh, five, 587 rushing yards at 5.6 yards per carry and six touchdowns. I, I would say that is good. I would think, I think at the moment he's actually the favorite to win the MVP through five weeks. I think, I think you're looking at him, Pat Mahomes, or Russell Westbrook. Wilson? Westbrook's Wilson, a bad. Yeah. I, <laughs> I do. That all the time. I know, dude. I do it too. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's the three I have. I have it McCaffrey, Wilson, Mahomes in my head. Um, McCaffrey is just insane. I mean, do you remember in his draft? I'm sure you do. At one point, there was there they were talking about McCaffrey going 31st overall to the Patriots. Do you remember that that mock oh, draft? Yeah. Oh my! Well, he was he gosh. was a super popular pick early on because you know, white boy supreme, Bill Belichick. Yeah, you know, it's just like it's like you know that's that's the dream boat. So, you know that was the thing for a while, but then he ended up going ninth overall, and you know he's like, I mean I'd say he's easily the best player on the Panthers if Luke Kuzley wasn't there, because um, Kuzley's like a Hall of Famer, but. You know, yeah, he's like that. he's like the fastest player ever to a thousand tackles. Did you see that? Like last week? Really? Yeah. Dude, he's so good. He's I, leading the league in tackles right now. When he's, he's healthy, he's he's top five in the league. Like yeah, the player, he's, he's the best. Yeah, it's like him and Bobby Wagner have been like trading off who's the best linebacker in the league for the past couple seasons. Kukli's probably putting on a gold jacket when it's all said and done. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, but McCaffrey's like. Outside of Kukli, the best player, and it's not even close on the Panthers. Dude is probably one in offensive player of the year at this rate, at least. If he stays healthy and he keeps it up, yeah. Um, but that, that's the thing. He, he was like, he they were like, oh, we got durability concerns or something like that. But he's only ever missed one game between Michael Kiss tweeted out something. He's played in like since college, like. Or no, including college, 75 out of 76 possible games he could have played. Dang. That's crazy. Workhorse. And he's getting bigger. Like, he's getting stronger, so, like, that can only help him, you know? Yeah, for sure. He's he's a freak. I love him. If he was on the Patriots, I'd love him more, but it's fine. Could you imagine if you just replaced James White with him straight up? I'm just saying. Um, and I love James White. Don't get me wrong, but, like, golly day. Um, would be nice. Belichick is, would just be salivating the entire game. You just have buckets of his drool because he has this guy. Um, True. Oh my what gosh. Other, oh, go ahead. What other player? What other? What's uh? I don't know how much time we got left, but what other players have like surprised you, and what others have disappointed you going into the season? So or now that we're five weeks in. I would say this isn't really a player, but the entire Bills team. Has surprised me the fact that they're doing so well. Um, I think that's like like that's crazy that they are they're legit threat to win any game. Um, but if you're, you're going to talk about individual players, um, shoot, I'm going to have to go with uh, Winston, Jameis Winston, at Tampa, because mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, we thought he was terrible. Um, I mean, I still don't think he's great, but I mean, he's putting up pretty decent numbers. They're winning football games. They're competing in football games, which is more important, I guess, for them. Um, but I mean, they could. I mean, they could theoretically make the playoffs with what they're doing. And his numbers have been uh, pretty good. Well, let me see if I can pull them up. Um, he threw for like 500 yards of the one game with to Mike Evans. So he his numbers on the season are 1,300 yards, 11 touchdowns, five interceptions, with a 97.2 overall QBR. Um, Throwing for almost 400 yards on the Rams, almost 400 on the Giants, 200 at Carolina, 200 at San Francisco, and 200 at New Orleans. And I mean that Rams game, that Rams game alone. If you, if anybody ever watched watch that, that was that almost broke the scoring record, and nobody was talking about it until the game was almost over. Um, insane. Like he already has almost half of his yards thrown from the entire 2018 season, and he's only five games in crazy like he's going to shatter his previous best um which was 
4,090 yards. He's going to he's going to just shatter that, I think, um, this year. Oh, fun fact. For his career, he has 15,999 uh, passing yards and 99 touchdowns. Absurd. So he's about to hit some milestones. Um, but... I think Crazy. I think he's a he's a pretty big surprise, um, and then like a, a team that just kind of like just it's falling flat is it's got to be the Browns. Um, you know we we both talked about it really early on. We had really high hopes for them. We we, we looked at that offense and was like no one is stopping it, no one is stopping that offense. Like that offense is going to be legit. But like I said earlier, the the offensive line is just not good. Um, they don't give Baker any time to throw. And he was eating, eating alive yeah. during that 49ers game. And, and Nick, I don't, Nick Bosa took Greg Robinson's lunch money every single rep. Yeah, and I don't think that's getting enough talking about. Like People are talking about it a little bit, but like you can only expect so much from a quarterback. Um, like If a quarterback has no time to throw, nothing's going to happen. On top of the fact, that is still a terrible coaching staff. Like yeah, I heard, I heard him. Call, really I heard people calling him Fraudy Kitchens. Like he is not good as a coach. Freddy, I'm, I'm, I am right there with you because I was fully on the Browns train uh, with you know Jarvis Landry, OBJ, Nick Chubb, Baker Mayfield, and you know a lot of those players have still been like pretty good. Chubb's been really good. Chubb Miles is good. Miles Garrett, yeah, is having a, a career season. And, second in the league in sacks right now, seven through and I mean, five games. The team is good. The team is real. Like it has a lot of good players. They just have a terrible coaching staff. You replace Freddy, the coaching yeah. staff. Freddie Kitchens is bad, and as much as I hate to say it, there's no real way around it. Mayfield has like regressed. He's in like a sophomore slump or something. He's only completing fifty five percent of his passes. Four touchdowns, eight picks. Like that. 49ers game was really bad. Um, he just looks like very rattled, like anytime pressure comes, which is weird because normally he does like pretty well against pressure, I think. But it just hasn't happened this season. Something isn't clicking right. Um, you know, something's got to change. Yeah, and uh, I think but, I think there's a lot of the like if you're a quarterback and you know you have no time to throw, that's gonna rattle you. Um, I'm, I'm not saying it's like not all. Like I don't think it's all the offensive line, because like if you look at guys like Deshaun Watson, he I mean he never has time, but he always finds a way. Um, mm-hmm. Baker just hasn't looked like Baker. I think you're right, you know, on, in that yeah. aspect. But you know what? What um, group of people like have been talking smack about Baker, but definitely should not be <laughs> the Steelers, Bills fans. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because... Let me tell you, that team is four and one, and every like almost every piece of that team looks really good. Especially the defense is such a great unit. But Josh Allen, I hate to tell you, is still bad. <laughs> he got he got Player of the Week this last week from like NBC or something, or Fox. I don't remember. He got like Player of the Week, and I looked at his numbers. He threw for two hundred and four yards with two touchdowns or something like that, and it was like that's Player of the Week. What? How? <laughs> uh, my man's completing 62% of his passes. This isn't terrible. For Josh Allen, that's like, you know, that's like a Drew Brees completion, completion percentage. <laughs> but he's got five touchdowns and seven picks. So get out of here with and, him still picking Baker Mayfield over Josh Allen. And, Josh Allen still is not that good. Are we, we should talk about the, the hit he took in the Patriots game. He was dead on the field. I mean, he he got popped, and he did not. My roommate's a Bills fan, so we were watching it, and he got hit, and we both jumped up, and we were like, "He's dead!" Like we did not think he was going to be moving, and then he ends up like running off the field later, and he played the next week, and we were like, "This man is seeing things right now. Like he's seeing stars, and we're sitting there, like he might come back in. What? Like how is that possible?" <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's not. He's not. Um, not good at all. Also. Also, not very good, Daniel Jones. Um, yeah. To all the people who said, oh, people are going to be eating crow about Daniel Jones because, you know, he had that awesome preseason. Uh, yeah, he's completing 60% of his passes, five touchdowns, six picks. So, Does that include that Does that include last night's numbers? 
Yeah. So he, he had three picks last night alone. <laughs> I mean, he played against the number one defense in the league. Um, but he's also, I mean, yeah, he played the... a rookie. So, like, give him time. And the book isn't closed on Daniel Jones. But, like, the fact that we were acting like Jones was, like, you know, the next big thing after, like, two or three good quarters of football is just absurd. Yeah. So he came in for that Bucks game, and like I mean, he came from behind to beat the Bucks, but like the Buccaneers aren't good. They just have moments. Um, I mean, they I mean the Bucks can make the playoffs, but they're just I mean they're not great. Their defense isn't great, so that means nothing. Then they come in and play the Redskins, and it's like if you don't beat the Redskins or the, the Dolphins, like you just you deserve the number one pick. Um, but- yeah. Then they played the Vikings, who we just talked about how the Vikings are lacking this season, and they got schlacked by the Vikings. And then they got beat up by the Pats last night. I mean, they scored a defensive touchdown, and then they had that one like sixty-four yarder to Golden Tate, where he like bobbled the ball because it was like like six inches too far or whatever, and he just somehow got his fingertips on it, and the yeah. uh, the cornerback fell down. Like <laughs> it, you know. I don't know. Yep. They they have things to build on. I will not say that they're. I think in the next five to five years or so, they could be a threat in the NFC East. But you know they need Saquon back. They need like a legit wide receiver because like all the all of like the, you know like the reporters and everything is like oh the Giants don't have Sterling Shepard or Evan Ingram or blah 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 blah. And I'm like okay, Evan Ingram's the only real threat on that team, like. Like Sterling yeah. Shepard was not a number one at all, nowhere near it. It's it's crazy. They have like three slots. How does how was all their receiver slots? It, they got like Golden Tate, Sterling Shepard, and you know, and Evan Ingram, who all line up in the same position. Yeah. How? Hey, you know oh, who no. doesn't? You know you who know doesn't? Who has been good. Darius Slayton. Darius Slayton. Let's go, baby. <laughs> I was just about to bring him up. Speed demon. <laughs> He's, uh, you know, you know what he is, right? He's an Auburn Tiger. Yeah, he is. I was scared he was going to be is. Sammy Coates 2.0, Mr. No Hands. True. And we have a guy at Auburn right now. I know we've been talking about NFL, but I'm talking about Auburn for like two seconds. We lost that Florida game because, like, I don't know what. I mean, apparently it was like one of the loudest stadiums that's ever been around in college football um, that day. Uh, and we, we should have won the game. It was just stupid little mistakes. But Seth Williams, oh, my gosh. Every, Seth Williams is like the first receiver we've had in a while since Devontae, not Devontae Adams. It might be Devontae Adams. We had a guy back in the day, his last name was Adams, and I forget his first name. I want to, I want to say it was Devontae, but it's not the guy who's in the NFL. Um, first one since him that I was like, oh my gosh, I love him. I love him so much. Like he can catch the ball. Um, because every everybody else we've ever had, I'm like, it's just another Sammy Coates. Like Sammy Coates had no hands, but he was a deep threat. And. If the ball was out there, you know, he would try and go get it. Um, same Sammy with Coach really could not catch anything. No, he could not. And, um, man, if we had had Slayton or Seth Williams on that team instead of Coates, we would have won the national championship, just saying. Um, but I like I love Seth Williams at Auburn. Um, and I love Darius Slayton. Darius Slayton looked good last last night. Did you see the one did you watch the game last night? Um, the Giants one? Yeah. I caught a little bit of it. Yeah. So he ran this like this like route up the sideline and just I mean just burned the the cornerback from New England, and the ball was placed like two feet out of bounds. And it, it was like if he had thrown this ball, um, like four feet to the right, just literally just like in stride with Slayton, it was a touchdown. But he threw it out of bounds, and Slayton had to like go back and get it and couldn't end up getting it. And I was like, yeah. "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> Slayton just True. burned that man. I was so excited and so upset at the same time because I was like, "That's my team," and yeah. like the Giants were still in that game in the fourth quarter, which was upsetting. But worth worth mentioning. But the Giants' leading rusher last night was uh, a person I have never heard of before, Jonathan Hilleman. Apparently, he's a rookie out of Rutgers. I didn't didn't say anything that was, like, super impressive. But I just think it's interesting that the Giants are at a point where we're, like, starting people I've never heard of before. This is... Much less... Why why not Wayne Gallman? Wayne Gallman's actually good. Gallman was out. Gallman's out, though. He has a concussion or something. He played that game. I saw him in the game. I don't think he did. No, he was out. 
Did they really only play them? Oh, maybe it was the week before then. I've watched a lot of Giants games for some reason. That is unfortunate. So, um, all right, what's the one thing you're looking forward to for the rest of the season? I mean, this is week five going into week six. What is one team or one person or one storyline, something that you are excited for going forward? Excited for going forward. Um, uh, I really want to see if Shaq Barrett can keep up the pace. Uh, I think that's my player one in Tampa Bay. He's got nine sacks through five games or whatever. And, you know, obviously if he goes keeps on doing what he's doing, he's going to break, like, the sack record or something. But I wanted to really want to see, like, how – I don't know. If he can, like, keep up at least, like, a reasonable pace finish – with the solid, you know, with like some sort of sack number in the teens, 14, 15, 16. I think that'd be really awesome. Um, so I, I, you know, wasn't a big enough fan to like actually, you know, put a quote on it, but I have, I did like Shaq Bear when he was a backup in, um, he was in Denver, wasn't Denver, he? Yeah, in Denver. So I'm happy to see him balling out. Yeah, he, um, um I think that's a really cool storyline because, like, he didn't play a lot there. He was undrafted and, like, you know, you just love to see those guys who are undrafted do something big. Yeah, and I think in terms of a team, um, I really am intrigued, I guess, almost in, like, a – man, there's a couple teams on here. One – I don't understand how the Falcons are so bad. They're one and four right now. Because they don't have I good really coaches. Want can, I want to see if they can turn it around at all. Um, so I would do want to see that, and I also want to see, I want to see the Redskins just put in Haskins and just go for it and stop I mean, starting Case Keenum. You're zero and five. You got yeah. nothing to lose at this point. I mean, he didn't look good when he played. To be fair. No, but I mean, he's a rookie, and you might as well just like play him now. They have yeah. nothing to lose. What's the point of him riding out the bench when you're 0-5? Like, yeah. Reps do matter. So throw him on the field and give him some reps. I don't I don't understand this like put Case Keenum on the field even though you have like nothing to lose. It's not like Keenum's gonna get you anywhere. Yeah. Like you're you're already eliminated. You're not eliminated. <laughs> you already fired NFC, your coach. Like <laughs> brother, three and two is like a bad not a great place to be in the NFC right now. No. Uh with so many good teams. So Oh, and five? Yeah. No, thanks. You're gone. <laughs> um, so, real quick, I'll do mine. My player to watch is Russell Wilson. I want to see if this man can just win the MVP. Just go for it, Russell. He's, he's like, the one of the most exciting players to watch in the league. And that Rams game he played the other night was one of the best games of his career, if not the best. Um, that throw to Tyler Lockett was Oh, stupid. my. Dude, I watched that live, and uh, I, was, I was in my house. And I just jumped up and yelled. And my dad was like, what happened? What happened? My mom was like, Michael, are you okay? I was like, dude, oh, my gosh. Y'all got to watch this play. And we watched it like seven times. I just kept rewinding it because I couldn't believe he caught it. I couldn't believe the throw. Like, I thought, yeah, he, was throwing, was I thought he was throwing it out of bounds. Play. Incredible play. It was insane. Um, and my team to watch him stay in West Coast is uh, my boy Jimmy G and the San Francisco 49ers. Because they're 5-0, and undefeated, and uh, they, they look good. They look good in every facet of the game. Jimmy G, he's not making amazing throws, but his receivers are helping him out. And I think if he, you know, he figures it out, it starts to get his legs under him a little bit more, that team's a real threat. And uh, we'll be seeing Jimmy G and the 49ers in the playoffs. And, uh, you know, you have your West Coast team, that's mine. So Yeah, the 49ers have three running backs we're all averaging at least five and a half yards per carry and have at least a hundred yards. Yeah. Breda or whatever. Col- oh. Tevin Coleman, Raheem Mustard, and Matt Breda. Matt Breda and Tev- Tevin Coleman is just such a good dynamic duo. Wherever Coleman is, he's always the backup. So that's just a good dynamic because he was with Devontae for uh, who is it? Freeman in uh, Atlanta. Yeah. And, like that was, that was a nasty running back duo. Um, Coleman is just really good. He's a good backup to have. Um, so mm-hmm. shout out to the 49ers. Yeah, Pop also Chargers. defense has 13 sacks. And Richard Divorce Sherman. Buckner's got three. Uh, Nick Bosa's got three. Nick Bosa has been awesome as a rookie. Oh, yeah. He's been like everything they could have hoped. Oh, yeah. 
defense I, a little more. The, the team looks good. Richard Sherman actually looks like a cornerback again. And not Two like picks. Him. So, shout out to the 49ers. Love them. West Coast boys. Also, Quan Alexander's been oh, yeah. what they could have hoped for, too. Gosh, it's so much fun having a good West Coast team. <laughs> not yeah. going to lie. Quan and Fred Warner, both pretty dang good. All right, well, this has been fun. It's been real. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we uh, we hope to get more podcasts out to you. Hopefully pre-record some. Um, we're both really busy with school. Things are picking up. So we're doing things where we can, when we can. And, uh, you know, hope you guys are enjoying it. Uh, this is a lot of fun, Christian. Thank you for joining me today. And like I said, hopefully we'll get some more this week. Guys, be sure to check us out at underthelightsports.com. Um, be sure to read our blogs, listen to our podcasts. Also check out anchor.fm slash under the light sports for uh, the, the podcast. And then on there, there's a bunch of different places you can listen to the podcast like Google Play, Apple Music, um, a bunch of different places. I'm not sure Spotify is up yet, um, but that's fine. Uh, so be sure to check that out. Once again, anchor.fm slash under the light sports or underthelightsports.com. Hit us up on Twitter at UTL underscore sports or 4Down Scouting. Um, you know, we're trying to get back into it. We're having a good time doing it. And uh, we'll catch you all later.